0: Welcome to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we learn about, share, and discuss topics around health, fitness, and personal development. My name is Mundia, and I will be your host. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode five of the MMB Lifestyle Podcast. Today's episode is focused on training programs, What is the best training program for you? And what I'm going to do is share with you five key considerations to make when selecting a training program. We know that before we select any training program or anything that we do, we need to consider what it is that we want to get out of the training program. Now that's gonna lead me into my first consideration. Point number one, what is the aim of your training program. Why are you training? Are you training for muscle growth? Are you training for fat loss? Are you training to get stronger? Are you training to prepare for a competition, you know, either a bodybuilding show, powerlifting, CrossFit event, or something like that? What do you want to get out of the training? Do you want to just improve your overall metabolic conditioning? Those or that is the first factor to consider because that will determine the kind of training program that you will choose. Too often sometimes we jump from one training program to the next because we see sometimes either your friend or you know somebody who's doing this program and they're getting excellent results and then you quickly jump to it and you don't get the same results and maybe you don't even like the training program but you're doing it just because it worked out for somebody else. However, we should consider when you choose a training plan, this plan should be something that is for you. It is your training plan and it should be suited to your goals. So that's my point number one. What is the aim of your training plan? The second consideration is how much time can you dedicate to this training plan or program? For me, when anyone takes up any kind of training plan or program, it's got to fit into your life. You shouldn't have to turn everything upside down just to be able to meet this training plan uh, requirements and what it says. For example, if you currently work out zero times a week and you try to start a new training program that has you doing five workouts a week, you know, for an hour... I'm not sure how, number one, sustainable that is in the long term. And number two, how practical it actually is to go from zero to like 100 in like, you know, two seconds. There are a couple of people, you know, the exceptions who can do that. Just kind of jump in straight into the water and execute the training plan and, you know, keep going with it for the rest of their life. You know, there are some people that can do that. However, I'm speaking to the majority of the people where we know that when we jump into something sometimes so quickly, we don't give our body or our mind time to to acclimatize to it or to get used to this new routine that we're trying to do. And like I said, everybody's different. It depends on the individual. And I'm speaking to those who need a little bit more time, so to say, putting your, your toe into the water first. If you're an elite athlete, or a professional, of course, this is different. You better be living in the gym or in your training studio because that is your job <laughs> and you are elite. So that's something different. But I'm speaking to you know the people who typically every day you have your, your day job you, or you're at home, you have your family, your stay-at-home mom or dad or you're a teacher and those kind of things where you want to fit fitness and health into your lifestyle. So what I usually recommend is start with at least two days. In any of the training plans that I write for, either clients that I take on for personal training or group trainings, what I typically say is, if you can give me two trainings consistently for a month, that's all, eight sessions, no skipping a class, No, you know, of course, if something happens and you can't make it, then you do the workout later on afterwards. You know, you ask me what the workout was and then you do it on your own. But if you can give me one month of consistency, that's a really good start. And then you can build on that into the next month and you build up to three workouts and things like that. What we want to do is to make it part of our life so that we can be consistent throughout. The third consideration when you select a training plan or program is the cost. To this, I will say money is no excuse. I will say that again, money is no excuse. If you have a smartphone that has access to the internet or even if you have access to a library, there are so many free resources out there that you can go and search, put together and do the training. Now, if you have no idea how to train, what to train and things like that, I would recommend that you actually go and invest. Do a one-time investment for yourself, even just in one or two sessions with a personal trainer, just to help you to know how to have the proper form when you're doing certain movements because that will help you in the future to prevent injury. So that's my point to that. Money is not an excuse. Lots of free training programs, and you can invest in one or two. You don't need to invest in a personal trainer for the whole year. Just one or two sessions for them to demonstrate to you how to do the exercises properly, and so that you can continue doing it on your own. And when it comes to money, my friends, we invest in things that we find valuable. And to me, when it comes to fitness, health and your own personal development, my friends, there is no value that you can put a monetary value on the benefits that it's going to have for the rest of your life and in other areas of your life. So that's what I have to say about the cost. And if you invest in a trainer or a coach, make sure it's somebody that you're comfortable with. You have many options out there. Many trainers offer like, you know, one free session just that you can get a feel of them. In my training programs, what I do is I offer an MMB nice to meet you. We have a 30 minute kind of meet and greet and kind of chat together just to get to know each other. Make sure you choose somebody whose opinion you value and respect. And number four, consider what you have access to when selecting a training plan. If you do not have access to a gym or a gym membership, there is no point in choosing an exercise plan or program that consists of using machines, you know, the whole time. Better stick to a program that you have that you can easily have access to you know, the, recommended, the recommended exercises. For example, if you don't have gym membership, you don't have equipment, then I would recommend that you go for an at-home workout, right? Because those are typically workouts that you can do at home. You need minimal or even no equipment to do them. And um, you're well on your way. You don't have the excuse of saying that you have to go out of your way to your gym and you don't have this and that equipment available to you. If this is going to be something that you want to do, For a lifestyle, for the rest of your life, you've got to make it sustainable. And of course, at some points, you will have access to equipment. And as you get stronger and more into your fitness journey, you're going to want to explore a lot of things. You're going to find that you're diverting the money, you know, that you used For other things, I don't know, shoes, bags, nothing wrong with buying shoes and bags, by the way, but you kind of start to divert those funds into other areas like, hmm, maybe I could actually use this money for my gym membership next month. And these days, there's so much competition amongst the gyms when it comes to membership that the packages that they offer are really, really affordable. So that's my point number four on consider what you have access to when choosing a training plan. My final point number five relates to getting an accountability buddy. So think about this. You know the aim of the training plan, what you want to get out of it. You know how much time you can dedicate to your program. You've handled all the costs associated with it, if they are any. And then you have access to the facilities or equipment that you need. You execute your training program. And then lastly, accountability. Now, I know that there are so many of you out there who have gym memberships that are just lying there fully paid for for a year. And the gym only sees you maybe two or three times <laughs> in the year. Or maybe you purchased an online program or a workout package that you maybe just did the first two or three days and then you forgot the rest of the month and maybe the membership is even still going. You don't even know that you're still paying for it because you don't have the accountability. And this is what happens sometimes when we do things on our own. There are some people out there who have the ability to go for something, they decide they wanted to do, They want to do it, and they can execute without minimal people following up on them to see how they're doing, they know what they have to do, they know when they have to do it, and they do it. They are people like that, and kudos to you guys out there. However, on the other side of the spectrum, there are those who need that additional accountability. So an accountability buddy or a coach. And how does an accountability buddy work? It's basically somebody that you somebody that you trust that you tell or share a particular thing in your life that you're trying to improve or a skill that you're working on that you're trying to make better or a quality that you're trying to develop in yourself, for example, if you decide that you're going to work out three times a week, you can get an accountability buddy maybe you have a friend who also wants to get onto you know a similar program or wants to train as well three days a week. And you kind of get together and you hold each other accountable. You know, you say every Monday, six o'clock, we're in the gym. Say, for example, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're in the gym at six o'clock. And you're kind of there checking up on each other. When the other one doesn't show up, you're like, hey, where are you? It's six o'clock. It's Monday. You're supposed to be here. Um, that helps very, very much when it comes to being consistent in a training program and things like that, because we do need each other's support. And it makes it fun as well. You know, sometimes you have somebody that you can train with and you can talk over stuff about fitness and health, which is really, really cool. And that's uh, the point relating to an accountability buddy. And the biggest accountability buddy that you should have is yourself. Now, I know I just said you need an accountability buddy or a coach that you can, you know, check in with. But first of all, you should be accountable to yourself and what you do with your days, how you spend your time, how you choose to train your body and what food you choose to put in your body. We get 24 Precious hours handed to us at the beginning of every single day that we wake up. And what we do with those 24 hours should be mostly entirely up to you. If you are going to hang out with people that you don't want to or do things that you don't want to during the day, that is your choice. You are choosing to do that with your 24 hours often when people ask, you know, but I don't have the time to train. I don't have the, you know, the energy to train. To that, I will say this. Number one, I'm going back to my point. There are only 24 hours in the day. Nobody's getting 26, nobody's getting 28 or 30. We all get 24. Number one, fix your workout times on a fixed day and a fixed time where you will not be interrupted. For example, if you're not a morning person, please do not put your workout at six o'clock in the morning and tell yourself that you're going to do it and then you skip it like two, three times in a row and you don't do it. Rather, put your workout at a time which is actually practical for you to do it and that you're most likely to follow through with it. If you have long taxing physically and mentally taxing days, it might not be the best idea to put your workout at the end of the day when you don't typically know when your day is going to end. Sometimes it's actually good to put your workout at the end of the day because it allows you to get off some of that steam that you accumulate during the day. However, for the majority of us, when it comes to the end of the day, after a long taxing day, we're just like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to work out today. I had a hard day. I'm going to sit on the couch and have a glass of wine or watch Netflix or whatever it is. Put your workouts on days and times that you know you will be able To show up. And if you don't show up on those days and times, it is entirely your fault and nobody else's. That is how you build the best training program and plan for you. It is one that you can keep up, it is one that you enjoy doing, it is one that gives you the energy and results that you need. And one where you don't have to go completely out of your way to achieve it. Health and fitness is part of our lives. We should not be going out of our way to accomplish some of the things that we want to do for ourselves. Sure, you will need to sacrifice in terms of you need to be more disciplined You need to be more consistent, but I don't mean that you have to turn your whole life upside down, like you don't even want to talk to anyone because you're training five days a week and then all of a sudden you can't do other things and your other obligations, you know, because you're training. No, integrate it in part of your life in order to enrich your life. I sincerely hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Please let me know what you thought about it drop me an email, info at mmblifestyle.com. Please give the podcast a rating. It helps me to get boosted up, you know, in iTunes and other places so that we can get the health and fitness message out there. I thank you for listening from the bottom of my heart. And until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye for now. You have been listening to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast. For more, please visit mmblifestyle.com or you can also follow the MMB Lifestyle Instagram page at mmb.lifestyle.